every day is Saturday. At Casinos USA. Oh, Henry Mancini, his orchestra and chorus. Peter Gunn, oh, what a hit that was. Man, what a sound, too. Holy smoke. Hey, this is Casinos USA podcast, and speaking as Coach Fab, and welcome to our late April 2023 podcast. And it's entitled, Crab's Fraud. <laughs> yeah, not some kind of tower machine that cheats you. I'm talking about people that cheat in craps and people who want to take your money by cheating. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. We'll straighten it all out. And, you know, it's not being spoken because Coach Fab, by a person who <laughs> hates craps, I love craps. I play craps all over the country. Oh, and I'm going to show you some ways and talk about some ways that I play craps today. But we are going to talk about craps fraud, and you have to acknowledge it. Don't become a part of it, and don't be sucked into it. Okay, we'll be right back and start the show. So here's a little bit of your challenge. And kind of this is like the deal for you. So like you have to sort of figure out to appreciate this podcast when I'm talking like a con man and when I'm talking like honestly, you know, like Coach Fav, right? Even though my voice would be the same. (laughs) I'm not that good of an actor to change my voice, you know. But I'm going to tell you some good things about craps later on in this podcast and why I play it, you know. So don't get the impression again that I hate craps. I don't. But... There's a lot of YouTube lies. There's a lot of printed material that's a lie. And there's really what I call general craps fraud going out, and it's rampant. So here's the deal for you. It's about a game that you can play, and its overall profitability is so fantastic that all you need to know is how to bet, how much to bet, how to hold the dice, how to throw the dice. And if you do it our way... You'll be on your way to Easy Street, man. Hey, it might be true that thousands of YouTube viewers are going to watch this same video that you're watching today, but the information on it is so important that all of you are going to go to a casino as soon as you can and put our system to work and win the big, big money that you need. And before I go any further with this turmoil at the craps tables, Let's just consider how much money you need, you know, if you wanted to be a professional craps player. You know, say your rents, your mortgage, $1,200, $1,600, $1,800, even $2,000 a month, uh, maybe an additional $300 for HOA. Then if you have a mortgage, you got homeowners insurance. Um, Maybe you have a lease car payment of $400, $500. Uh, you got car insurance, so that's at least 120 some dollars. Dental insurance, you know, you might have decent medical insurance through work, but there are still co-pays galore, and, you know, you have $4,000, $5,000 on credit card balances, and it goes on, and, and then you're trying to save, man, so you're putting away $200 a month into an investment, maybe a retirement plan, maybe you're putting $200 into your child's college tuition, and it goes on and on. And they're going to tell you, are they going to tell you that you can make a living just by playing craps? You could be a professional craps player. And before I stop today, I'm going to make my case that there's no such thing 
as a professional craps player. There are plenty, dozens and dozens, of craps fraudsters who pretend they are. Okay? So I'll cover all the bases. But let me take you back to my comment about overall profitability that I mentioned early in the podcast, as if it was something special. What if I told you that your chances of winning money on any bet that you make are 50-50? What? Yeah, that would be nice, right? You're saying, well, why would that be so nice? No, I'm asking you to go to a casino with money that could be used in a much wiser way, (laughs) say $750. And on any bet you make, it's a 50-50 wager, okay, that you can win it or lose it, all right? You might say to me, what's so great about that, man? Like, hey, buddy, that sucks. Well, it would be just like flipping a coin and betting $50 a flip. So playing this way for 45 minutes with about 45 seconds between flips, you could double your money. (laughs) You're thinking like, stop the BS. The truth is, you only double your money if the flips went the way you're betting. Like, you know, you bet the heads, you got a lot of heads. You bet the tails, you got a lot of tails. You just guess back and forth, you got them right. Here's the absolute mathematical truth. There's only one bet in craps that pays true odds, 50-50. And that's the odds bet on a line, whether it's the pass line or the don't pass line. Every bet but the odds bet doesn't pay what it should. The casino builds a house edge into every bet. So let me take you back to our flip the coin play, all right? Let's, let's do it this way. You bet $50 a flip. And if you lose, you pay me $50. But if you win, if the coin lands on what you called heads or tails, I'll pay you $44. And you would say, that sucks. Hey, buddy, that's craps. Because every bet for one doesn't pay what it should. And besides that, you have to win. So overall profitability? I don't think so. All right. No. Well, you might be thinking, Well, what about that system from France, you know, in history, the Martingale system? You know, what if I just kept doubling my bet and doubling my bet and doubling my bet? And eventually, I would win back what I lost, so I would at least break even or I'll come up a little bit ahead. Well, the flip game has a rule. (laughs) We're not going to go fast, say, $300 a flip. (laughs) There's going to be a coin flip limit. And check your local casino if you're thinking the Martingale system can help you beat it because there's a table limit. And ultimately, you'll get to the table limit and you can't double your bets anymore. You know, you just have to have luck. (laughs) So if you don't have luck, you're going to lose a hell of a lot of money. So, So with all the bills I have to pay and craps, frauds, fraudsters telling i like that word fraudsters telling you that your casino lies in your you're not excuse me your salvation lies in casino gambling especially in craps hold it <laughs> whoa nelly right <laughs> that sports commentator's gone by right whoa nelly hey craps is not a skills game there's there's poker you know, where you sit down and play with other people, that's a skills game. You're not playing against the casino there, right? Bowling is a skills game. Baseball is a skills game. <laughs> you know? 
there's plenty of skills games. Uh, generally speaking, varsity high school football players are more talented than the junior varsity players. They have more skills. College football players are even more talented than high school players. And, of course, professional football players are on the top of the heap. <laughs> what? Why? Because they have more skills. But I told you against what's out there on YouTube and in books that there are no professional craps players because this is not like bowling or baseball or football or sports betting or poker. This is not a skill game. This is not a skill game. It's a game of chance. And you can't be a professional craps player in a game of chance. You know, one of the early mistakes mentally that you might make in a casino at any table game, and it's especially true in craps, is that the players who bet more than you, much more than you, they put so much money at rest that you, you start to think they must know more than you. And that's not the case. They just bet more money, that's all. <laughs> and, you know, many of them have jobs that pay more than yours does, right? Um, I had an opportunity at a medical convention to play with a group of orthopedic surgeons. And I'm kind of guessing they all made a million dollars or more a year <laughs> so they could bet a little higher. Some of them didn't <laughs> than I did, but some of them did. But they knew a lot less about craps because the whole time they were asking me, you know, the ones that, that I knew what to do. Oh, come on. So... Just because you bet more money doesn't mean you know more, right? So, uh, man, you might come to the table with 300, 400, 700. Some people come to with 10 grand, even 100 grand. But sadly, they don't know more. And you know what? They pretend that they do or think that they do. And it, it can be devastatingly sad, the results, because this is not a skills game. Yet, the videos are showing you how to do it. And they're saying it is a skills game because you can learn to control dice. Okay? You can learn to control dice. And so let's talk about this in a serious mathematical way. All right? Why would you waste time earning so much money on YouTube videos? Five grand a month? You know, maybe you have a couple million viewers, which craps videos don't draw. But if you did, 10 grand a month, why would you do that if you could control the dice? Why wouldn't you just go to a casino and win five grand every day if you could control the dice? You know why? Because you can't. You can't control dice. So-called dice experts, they purport that if you do everything just right, You'll reduce your seven to rolls ratio, the SSR, sevens to rolls ratio, SSR. The average player, 6.1 SSR, meaning mathematically, but the math is never completely sound in any short game. This gives over thousands of rolls that every six plus rolls, a seven will come around. And you can change that figure just a little bit to... Six and a half, even seven rolls, that you could beat that. You could beat the house. You'd have you'd have a hedge over the house, and so you'd win even bigger. So you'd be a craps pro. 
yeah, you would be a craps pro, but prove that you could do it. So first of all, when I talk about dice control or dice setting, they're not talking about, well, we're going to teach you how to roll a hard 10. They're telling you just you're not going to throw a seven every six plus rolls, right? And <laughs> I've been at tables and I've watched videos, you know, <laughs> where they don't do it. And there's the, there's the edited videos where they do do it. To, to really prove that you were a dice setter that could control dice, you would have to throw thousands of times. And over the, let's say you had to, you had to throw 10,000 times. And you could prove that you could, you could keep that seven away much longer than a random roller. But that's not the case. I said dice too. But I don't, ex I, I said dice because my ancillary evidence tells me if I said it this way, I'm likely to get a hard number. You know, I didn't prove it over thousands of rolls. <laughs> I proved it over decades of play. But controlled shooting doesn't work. That said, dice control is not a legitimate route to becoming a professional gambler because this is not a skills game. This is not a skills game. Craps pros don't exist in the sense of an advantaged gambler who literally makes profits. If they don't exist, scream and yell at, the, and yell at the, your podcast outlet right now, right? Now, can you control dice illegally? Yeah, you can. If you could slide dice and get away with it by somebody causing a disturbance, the win was taken for a lot of money like that. You know, um, I have a crap stable, and I can spin my dice, set up two fours, and I can end up with an eight. I would say six out of ten times. Not hit the back wall, I spin them. But, you know, <laughs> in a casino, I got I to gotta have a confederate with me that creates a hell of a disturbance at the table for me to do it and get away with it. Yeah, so I got $300 on a hard eight. Boom, there it comes. Yeah, I got it, man. <laughs> Took me a couple of rolls, but I got it. Yeah. Oh, dice sliding is my only option to make it a skills game, and it's illegal. And what happened in the win case... They couldn't understand how they, how this guy was doing it, so they watched the video, and of course they had him arrested. You know, <laughs> you're not going to get away with it. And who wants to do that, right? <laughs> who wants to lose their soul that way? But I am going to give you the names of the top five dice rolls in terms of number of rolls before a seven ended a game i'm not talking about a come out seven but before seven ended a game i'm going to give you the number of rolls and they're all quite impressive but what that doesn't tell you is how many times did they seven out after the third roll you know i had unfortunately i had two 45 minute rolls and i don't know how many individual rolls i took because the casino when i was shooting didn't keep track of that i've had five 30 minute rolls i won thousands on those rolls but how many three and outs four and outs five and outs how many seven outs did i get prematurely even before that sixth roll many many more and that's what you can't forget and that's why it's not a game of skill because these people can't do it they can do it in a clinical situation with maybe 300 rolls you know on their own table but they can't do it for real yeah yes some of them have had very impressive rolls but again you never know or learn about the number of times they sevened out prematurely.
No. <laughs> and if they're taping it, <laughs> they edit the tape or start over. Come on, you know? How many times live can they do it? And how many of them would risk, uh, you know, money? Um, there were some contests where people did slightly beat that over, um, I think it was 1,000 rolls, but then when they went 2,000 rolls, they, they did <laughs> terribly. You know, so again, you can't, like one game, one long roll can't make you a professional player. And don't pretend. Now, it's, it's not, not to all of them, but to some of them, it's, it's very helpful for them to keep up this myth because they charge for lessons. You know, $1,000 weekends, $3,000 weekends, you know, um, secret uh, skills revealed by buying a DVD. Yeah, you want to believe it. You can buy what you want. You can pay what you want. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just telling you there's no such thing as a dice controller. They've done it a couple of times. Maybe they could have did it if they did the exact same thing without setting the dice. And there's people who have done that, set, rec set records without setting the dice. And I'll give you the names and the number of roles in this podcast. But think about that. You cannot control dice. There are no professional gamblers who are dice setters. They might tell you they are, but they're not. It's not a game of skill. It's not a game of skill. And, you know... They guarantee you if you do it this way, hey, it's all about money. You can get $10,000 a day doing it. Maybe they did that one time. I did. I did. <laughs> but how many times haven't I done it? And how many times have I lost early? You know, that's what to think about. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is Nick the Greek. His, his real name is beautiful if you say it in Greek. <laughs> but uh, quite a gambler. It's documented that Nick the Greek won $40 million gambling, mostly in craps, but he also lost it. And he said at the, at the end of it all that craps was an unbeatable game. He would bet um, $100,000 to $200,000 on the down pass. How about that? And very seldom did he do anything else. You know, like place a number, hop a number, play a hard way. <laughs> he, he just wanted to ride that great, um, house edge that the down pass has the best bet in craps right is um, the down pass line you know it's just slightly under um, what the pass line can do of course once the points established the down pass line has the great advantage because there's so many more ways to make a seven than there is to make a four or <laughs> a ten or a five or a nine and that's that's the killer you know, and so that's it. Yeah, I know there are times when you've thrown four nines in a row. So have I. But you can't do it <laughs> repeatedly. There's no such thing as a professional craps player. There are, again, there are people that sell videos. There are people that give lessons, <laughs> expensive lessons in dice control. <laughs> but listen to me. Listen to me. How many times haven't they done it? You know, they have a documented number of roles. Yeah, it took place three years ago, five years ago, 19 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I'm up over there. I'm, I'm up there high, too. I don't have an exact number. I was on being honest with you. I, I know pretty much the exact time. But the casinos where I gambled, I don't think many still do count roles. 
But how many times haven't they done jack? You know, that's the whole thing to remember. There are no professional dice players. And finally, before I give you the other names besides Nick and the information, appreciate this. Although one person says he was barred from casinos, but it wasn't because, it wasn't because he said dice. And I'm not going to tell you why he was. He was barred from a casino, but not because of dice setting. There's no casino in the country that bans you because of dice setting, unless you take too long. If you take too long, they can say, hey, pass the dice. We got to get going, man. They want a, they want a, number, a certain number of rolls an hour. There's nobody who gets banned for dice rolling. Do you think that a casino would let that go on if there was just three people in the country that could do it? <laughs> no, they wouldn't. You know, they they force, um, even though the law is not illegal to count cards on blackjack, they just say, we don't want your business. And they do the same thing with people who say they can control dice. They do the same thing. And they don't. They love systems. Bring your system to the craps table, you know? You know, someone I love, a dear, dear relative, won $18,000 at the M Resort last year playing craps and played exactly the same way the next day and lost 13000 How many times have we told you you should have a win-loss point? You know, you have a, a win stop and a loss stop. And you think, well, why would you quit when you're winning? Because that's how you can beat a casino. <laughs> quit when you're winning. <laughs> you know? And if you start losing, for God's sakes, have a loss limit. Okay, you won 18. Maybe put up two the next day. If I lose two, I'm out of here. I'm 16 ahead. But don't lose 13. Come on. That's the old story about the guy that before uh, Atlantic City and Vegas was the only place you could gamble. Won 50 grand. At the craps table, going in for 500. Excuse me, had 50, 50 grand at the blackjack table, going in for 500. Got perfect cards. And he, and he asked uh, um, Pit Boss, what should I do? And the guy told him, you should go to the airport and fly home. <laughs> of course, he didn't listen. This blackjack player played all night, and by breakfast, he was broke. Lost all his money. Lost, <laughs> lost his 50 grand and his 502. Man, that's what happens. Okay, short break, and I'm going to give you a list of names and a number of throws and documented. And again, some of them might tell you they're professional craps players, but no, they're selling DVDs, they're selling weekends, they're writing books. Yeah, that's how they make their living. If they were so good at it, if they could make five or $10,000 a day, why waste time with that stuff? Just go play craps. <laughs> that's not how they live. Nope. So let's not be a fraudster. Let's not tell lies, right? It's a great game, but it's a game of chance. I said dice because it's fun to say dice. And I've had some great rolls, long, long rolls, a lot of rolls. I've had some piss poor ones too. <laughs> okay, short break, and we'll be right back with that factual information coming from the MGM. Oh, yeah. So who is the greatest uh, dice setter, dice controller of all time? Well, of course, it depends on who you ask. But um, 
Lorigio, Rigigio, Lorigio, the Dice Dominator. He's either the greatest craps player who's ever lived or maybe the, do the total con man. <laughs> and he also claims that he's won so much with his systems of betting and throwing and holding and setting dice that most Las Vegas and Mississippi, Mississippi casinos have banned him from even entering their front door. And he also says that his many followers playing exactly how he's taught them makes ta make tens of thousands of dollars, according to the dice down there. <laughs> but I have found no evidence that he was banned for um, setting dice anywhere. Okay? I could be wrong, but I can't find that. I can find no evidence. And again, I have a dealer who has access um, to that kind of information. And... They claim that nobody has ever been banned for dice control. Um, in a four and a half hour, 18 minute session in May of 20, make that 2009, he reportedly rolled 154 times, including 25 passes. And I guess we can consider that the world record, but um, how many times didn't he do it? How many times did he fall short? How much money did he lose? When he fell short, did it overcome the money? Did it did it make up for the, the 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 few wins? And how come he's only done that? 2009 was a while ago. These are all questions that I have. Okay, so hope you don't find it offensive. Dice controllers. Um, are there more than one? Oh yeah. Uh, Stanley Fujitake, F U J I T A K E documented to have 118 rolls in a row um quite <laughs> quite a showing again that was uh something that is very impressive but how many times did he do it how many times didn't he do it um and can he just do it on a whim you know or is it just under his kind of table in his basement or game room or wherever you know what i mean okay he was also a dice setter of course um, remember, sometimes, sometimes these things are not documented by a casino, but I'm going to say, okay, that's true. Uh, Frank Scobletti, S-C-O-B-L-E-T-E, -E. he's very well known as a dice control expert, craps player, also has seminars you can attend and practice with him at a price, <laughs> and he started out in the 1980s. He actually um, was a stage actor and discovered that he could become a professional gambler. I'm not saying professional craps players because they don't exist. Never I told you that. And he's written many books, and he makes his living, of course, with these books. Um, and truthfully, craps books just don't sell anymore. Who reads books, right? But um, his latest one is from 2015, I Am a Dice Controller. I read two of them. I read Casino Crap Shoot to Win. That was written in 2010. And I wrote, um, I, I wrote I, The Golden Touch Dice Control Revolution in 2005. So, again, it's been, what, eight years since he's been heard from as a writer. Um, he still has his seminars, and he still is a spokesman for gambling in general. Okay? But... 
Is he the captain that he mentions so much in his book, or is that just one of his characters? And remember, you know, he is used to scripts because he was an actor at one time, struggling actor. He ruled 147 times, um, documented, very impressive. And again, how many times didn't he do it? That's the key, huh? That's the big key. So remember Frank, learn more about him, buy one of his books. If you're a true believer, you know, go ahead. Um, one of the ones that people don't like to talk about if they are dice controllers, and that's because it was her, I think, second time ever playing craps, um, and she's a grandmother. This also took place in Atlantic City. Um, what she did mathematically, she made 154 throws in four hours and 18 minutes. <laughs> and many people consider that the record for the longest ever craps roll because it's documented by the casino. It was one of those casinos where they counted rolls, and of course they went back and double-checked that, you know. And she was a slot machines player, but she found herself at the craps table, and she didn't set dice. And she threw, you know, for over four hours. And she bet very little. She didn't really win that much money. But other players at the table quite made quite a bit of money, you know. So she's, um, her last name is DeMario, D-E-M-A-U-R-O. And I guess to many people, she's still considered to have the world record because it's documented by a casino, not by a group of onlookers. That might be the difference. Would I consider any of these people that I mentioned professional gamblers? Maybe professional gamblers. Are they professional craps players? No, they're not. Because they don't make their living playing craps. They make their living um, insisting on this mythological <laughs> world of dice control. Yeah. So, why do I say this? Because it's what I believe. And, you know, I could be wrong. But I'm going to tell you what the casino managers say about craps and why they don't make a fuss about you setting a dice or Frank setting the dice or Patricia, the grandmother, setting a dice or the dice dominator setting a dice. Because, you know why? The bag wall makes the call. Right. When you've rolled dice legally and they hit the back wall, those rubber pyramids take it off the axis that you set and they can go in so many different directions the back wall makes the call bring your dice setting skills to our local casino <laughs> and yeah and you'll say oh i got a bad arm hurt my shoulder didn't sleep well my neck's oh there's always a reason why it didn't happen it did happen maybe once or twice it certainly happened to me five times two times at 45 minutes and and almost, <laughs> you know, I said four or five times at 30 minutes, plenty at 20 minutes, but how many times did I do nada? <laughs> okay, well, that's our review of Craps Fraud, YouTube Lies, um, booklet, book lies about craps. That's it. And 
it may have offended you. That wasn't our purpose. Our purpose was to bring you the way we look at the evidence that's out there from our own experience as well. 50 years at the tables. Man, <laughs> that's a lot of ancillary evidence. But keep on shooting. I will. Keep on setting the dice. I do. And maybe we'll get a chance to be at a table when we both throw 60 rolls or more. Wouldn't that be nice? And finally, when you hear people say, well, you need $600 to play this strategy or come to the table with $1,200 to play this strategy, don't believe it. That's not what you should do. You should bet more when you're winning and bet less when you're losing. This is the Coach Fab's way. If I want to come to the table because they tell me I need $700, I'm going to go with my $300. And when I go up <laughs> $400, I might consider trying that strategy. But don't gamble more than you can afford to lose. If they tell you you need to bring $1,800 to the table, you're going to do it, don't do it. $900, don't do it. Gamble with what you're comfortable with. And then... Only then, when you're that far ahead, do you, ah, I'll try that for a little bit and see what happens. That's the way to do it, all right? And best bet in craps, obviously, are the line bets with odds. And if you want to stick some place bet numbers, and I like to play hybrid. I like to go from the downs and place numbers, a couple hits, take them down. That's my most consistent way of playing and winning. And, of course, if somebody gets on a hot roll and it's not me, I'll lift up my don'ts. <laughs> I'll lift them up and join the parade, okay? All right. Remember, once again, <laughs> every day is Saturday at Casinos USA. Thank you. See you again soon. Every day is Saturday at Casinos U.S. Hey!